0: Yeah. No, I'm not a writer.
1: Okay. Welcome to Notable.
0: I'm Tom Delore.
1: I'm Grandpa Monteer. And I'm Emir Banks, and also known as Tony Montana.
0: You didn't say the voice this time.
1: Tony Montana!
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just a reminder, this week we will not be talking about new releases or news, because we are not, you know... In the studio at the time This is a pre-recorded episode So we're going to be talking uh, Mumble rap It's going to be topic based Which means it'll probably Go shorter than normal You don't have to worry About a whole hour and a half uh, Of (laughs) us talking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um but uh and then we will be doing a classic still at the end so keep uh st- keep in touch for that i guess um but yeah with that being said we'll i'll toss it over to grant to kind of lead us through what mumble rap is and some of the history behind it
2: yeah so mumble rap is the topic um the phrase mumble rap kind of started after wiz khalifa on the hot 97 morning show he in the morning if you're a rap head you probably know that show uh he called. He he quoted. He was quoted saying, "We call it mumble rap." Um, he he was explaining like the newer generation lyrical style, and he said, "quote It ain't no disrespect to the little homies. They don't want to rap. It's cool for now. It's going to evolve." Uh, I don't remember when he said that. Do you know when he said that? Uh
1: that was like two years ago. Okay, two maybe three years ago. Uh, That's so what it was I thought. Really new. Yeah, it was like. Um, yeah, he said like two maybe three years ago. It was around the time like guys like. Uh, Lizzie and like the little Yachty were just like just starting to climb, and they were getting their voices out there. Yeah. Um.
2: So Mumble Rap as a
1: whole, it's
2: kind of pointed to the like the 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 forefather of it, the Godfather of it, is Gucci Mane, sort of. But also, um, Chief Keef is one of the big guys that is thrown into the ring yeah. of like starting the trend. I of
1: find it. I find Chief Keef like is. More of the influence because like a lot of these guys like they felt like the because when Chief Keep blew up like Chief Keep blew, blew up, up yeah. like there was a period in time when like Chief Keep was like one of the highest people in music and like he had like that one mixtape was like really good his first one finally famous or something finally is rich but yeah uh he was like he was like the first big thing that a lot of people like gravitated like came onto Lil Wayne also a little bit but he's more. You get his feeling more with like the newer, like kind of division of, I don't yeah. know if I call them mumble rap or melodic rap. It's a different type of but thing. But yeah, like with the trippy res and guys like that. But like, uh, and even Lil Uzi Verts. But though, like, it's like a melodic rap, mumble rap, fast food rap, one of those three. Gotcha. Like yeah. Montana.
2: Um, and the conversation seems to come back to a song that Future did uh, in 2011, Tony Montana. A trap banger. Uh was produced time. by Willa Fool. Um And he's talking about it to Peter Rosenberg for Complex, and he was quoted saying, I remember being so effing high on this song, I couldn't even open my mouth. When I listened back <laughs> to it the next day, I was like, man, what the f is this? But I loved it. Like, that sounded raw, though. So... <laughs> That's, 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 I don't know. I couldn't Take couldn't what I whatever. <laughs> uh, and then, so after that, I, I pulled in some outside opinions of rappers <laughs> and people in the music industry just talking about it. Um, do you know what Dez, Dezus? Oh, uh, Dezus. Deezus. Deezus? okay. Yeah. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Uh, uh, said, quote, there's a time and place for everything. I don't want to hear multiple cadence flows if I'm just smacked in the club. I'm not trying to hear the triple entendres. Then I'll listen to some mumble rap. It's, but then sometimes I'm not in the mood for a little yachty. So kind of giving an argument for mumble rap. Yeah, you uh, know,
1: if you're if you're under the influence of like alcohol or something like, like that, like you're not gonna care. You're not gonna want to hear Nas coming what. in or Jay Z, like you know, trying to give you trying to give you uh, a, a million dollar worth of I jewels and that for ninety nine <laughs> cents or something. Whatever he said. But like, yeah. you know, you don't want to hear like Kendrick Lamar like, like all that, like triple entendres, double 50 entendres. You just want to hear like, you want to hear a little pump, kind like, which okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So
2: that's kind of that point. Um, Stephen Today, who is the head of lyrics for Genius, the lyrics website, and I don't know what else you want to call it, this huge music website, um, he kind of said the same thing. uh, Quote, there's always been artists who are hard to understand, whether it be because they don't fully enunciate all their words or they rap really fast. It's nothing new, so the process of transcribing and decoding lyrics isn't any more difficult. A little bit different, sure, but
1: definitely not any more difficult than it's ever been before. By the way, I will say this, that the father of this Right now, I might say, is Future. Yeah. Future was the first guy. I would say Future before Chief Keefe. And before even Gucci. Because Future was the first guy who, like, you you didn't know what he was saying at all. Yeah. Like, when Turn On The Lights came out, all I heard was, <laughs> Turn on the lights! I'm looking for... Because, Keefe, it's I'm like... Look, yeah. He had that... He, I think he, more than anything,
2: brought in that Atlanta yeah. trap sound rather yeah. than, like... Yeah. Really slurred his words. And Mama Gucci Rap Man, goes. like, you
1: understood what Gucci Man was saying, like, a lot. Of Enough, time. yeah. Yeah. Again, it, it, this all kind of originates from that trap movement. Yeah, but with Future, you never understood what he was quite saying, which is weird because if you know Future's background, he comes from the Dungeon family, which was like outcast, Goody Mob, and all those guys who, like, I did not know. Was that. prime, like, all about lyrics. Yeah. And, like, he comes from that period. Like, he, he, has, he was in there. But so it's weird when you hear him now, and it's like Scoaching. Yeah, or like when when you hear Future now, it's like, what yeah. did you just say? So yeah, it's it's one <laughs> of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <laughs> oh, oh, <my> <laughs> uh,
2: and a couple of rappers have gotten in on it. Obviously, Uh J. Cole, of course, on uh, one of his hits, "Everyone Dies," said a bunch of words and ain't saying. Uh, shit, I hate these rappers, especially the amateur eight-week rappers. Low whatever, just another short bus rapper. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar actually kind of defends the rappers, saying that evolution pushes the game forward and that he isn't hating it. And then I found this really interesting article. It's from a blog. It's called Mike Check. I've never heard of it before today, but. Um, they, they recorded saying Mumble Rap for the most part does represent this current generation we're mainly carefree want to have a lot of fun and be different that's kind of why we gravitate towards it uh, the people that are fans of it he also said like is the content lazy yeah does listening to it make you feel like you're losing a few IQ points sometimes but it's trying to impress you from a content perspective probably not but uh, he finds it humorous and like doesn't really fall for that gimmick of looking at it too deeply
0: okay I feel that now yeah because before I was like Mom, I was the same thing I was like it's lazy whatever and, but that that changed that changed my perspective yeah that's a the, bit. the thing the that of it's you're not supposed it. to be like that's what I thought to to it. you're like yeah. let
2: yeah. me just chill and then yeah. I have one more thing too um, which is more of a specific example but in 2016 Lil Yachty called Biggie Smalls overrated and said he wow. couldn't wow. name five Tupac Explained. Tupac or Biggie songs Explained. and he got roasted obviously but they forgot that he's 19 and he they're all these dead. 19? Yes. Yeah. A lot they of
1: forgot. these artists are like 19. Little Pump's 17. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yes. Uh, let me finish this and we can get right into them?
2: it. Uh, Biggie and Tupac <laughs> obviously were already dead by the time he was even born. Yeah. And it's. Like, true that the comment was kind of like a troll thing, because obviously you've heard of Biggie and Tupac, yeah. but also, like, what do you expect from this guy? Like, from a nice All he's always grown up listening to is like that swag rap, that Chief Heath, like everything that yeah. was around him. That's so, what it was, Soldier Boy. That's yeah. where I leave it. Um, Boy's I also one. had another point that was kind of like, really not relevant, but there was this thing in jazz called scatting, which is kind of similar where you went, oh yeah, scat man, he had a big hit. In yeah, the fact- <discrete> <"Skibb-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-d-pa-da- plenty">. yeah. <laughs> so it's similar-ish, but uh not, re- I don't know, it, it, it was kind of <laughs> just irrelevant to this whole but thing. Okay. So let's
1: get into it. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys think of mumble rap? So that's like a lot of things that people who attack mumble rap really don't understand. Mumble I completely rap agree. is like a lot of the guys in mumble rap are like young, like like I said, Lil Pump's seventeen. I didn't realize they were both. Lil Pump might be sixteen still. I, I but just looked. He's seventeen. He's seventeen. He just turned seventeen. Lil Yachty is twenty. Yep, Lil Yachty just turned twenty. Like in August, guys like these kids yeah. are like their kids, like they're they're t- younger t- than us. Owens like nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Like Natashia All the SoundCloud rappers are twenty. Yeah, like they're not. They're not. Supposed to like? If you're really into rap, you'll go back and like do that research. Like I go back and I listen to that, but I have people around me that want me to. But when you're like that young, you like you're just gonna listen to whatever you like is around. And if, when they're growing up, Soldier is a man. Soldier Boy, Low Wayne, Soldier is like yeah, that's like I'm a I, I'm a and go they were, do what Soldier Boy and, and does. they were getting trashed on. Yes, like, and they by were getting trashed on back. Generation. Yep, by that they were getting trashed on. Then yeah. so it's like. That's what I was saying, like, a while ago when like we had a quick discussion. But, like, mumble rap is, like, it's sour of, like jazz in a way where, like, back in the day, your parents probably heard. It's No, it's like rock. I equate it to rock. Your parents probably heard, like, Pro, you your grandparents. Bi- okay, That's you what go. I meant to say. Your grandparents probably heard your your mama Delore or, or papa Delore. <laughs> That's what I call them. Listening to, to Metallica. <laughs> and they're like, turn this trash off and turn on some techno. Turn on some, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, uh, Sammy, uh, Sammy Davis or something. Yeah, Sammy yeah, Davis. Yeah. Turn on some I Sammy you were Davis. With that? Turn on a Rat Pack. <laughs> I don't want to hear this, the Brat Pack. Yeah. They're not that old. Rat
2: Pack is. Are you
1: talking about?
2: No, Logic. Rat no, Pack. No. The Rat Pack I know you're was, talking about.
1: Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and. Uh, oh. Did that? All- I'm sorry. I'm not well versed in that. Frank Sinatra. That, that, wait, okay. that was all them? Yeah. Whoops. I guess they were. Well, that. yeah. So, like, turn on some Frank Sinatra. I don't want to hear this Metallica. I don't want to hear that. That's how it is now. Like, Like, especially in rap, it's like there's a clear, defined line in rap right now. It's like people are going to be like, turn on that Jay-Z 444. But then that 16-year-old might be like, look, dog, I'm trying to hear some Gucci gang. I want to have a fun time. I don't want to have... The- I'm
0: trying to hear 44 more.
1: Yeah, like... I. Logic isn't in this, but <laughs> you don't want to hear like some music. If you're at a party, you don't want to be like you don't want to be sitting in the car like man. But what did Drake's? Can you run that back? Like you know, <laughs> can, like can like, you put the repeat? Yeah, like that? Can, what can, man Kendrick was man. Let me hear that one more time. Like you want to like you just want to hear somewhere you can like like you yeah you're not yeah, gonna be at a party listening want, like, to two pump it butterfly listen, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, like, you're not album. listening to you're not in the like party listening to. Gucci gang, like you. All you are hearing is that's why only people don't know the rest of the words, because just you just want to hear Gucci gang, especially if you're like messed up on something. Yeah, you're only gonna be. It's quick for you to just be like, yeah, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci yeah. gang, Gucci. Here's yeah. A,
0: here's what I'll say is that you described it as a trend. You said that's the that's that's why you shouldn't freak out about it because it's just another trend. Yeah. Um, I am okay with mumble rap. I like what you what you're saying about it, where you said it's um would you say it was like it just don't it don't take it take it, yeah. it just have fun with it, it yeah. they're having it, yeah we're not trying it's to impress. carefree it, and fun exactly. like well
2: fun yeah. I, I wouldn't say fun, fun. fun. So, sometimes fun i'll say fun cuz future has some pretty dark yeah. stuff that he talks about but, while mumbling so i don't yeah. know yeah
0: i like i like thinking of it that way instead of thinking of it like this is what rap is coming to is going to because if it's yeah. all that then i then i would not be a fan of that but when you have that and also people like Kendrick Lamar and doing stuff, like, very different, then I think that it serves its purpose well, just fine, of being entertaining without being serious well, that's necessarily. Well, why,
1: that's why I call it a trend, because I'm saying it's a trend where, like, like Lil Uzi Vert, when he dropped his second, uh, I mean, dropped his first album. Was that their first? I think it was his first album. He said, like, and he did an a, um, a Instagram Live, and people were asking him about stuff. And he was like, look, man, like, the reason why I'm, like, I'm putting out and I'm going, like, as hard as I can right now with putting all this music out and why I want to do this is because, like, I'm not, like, a Jay-Z or something like that. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be here in five years. Mm-hmm. Like, he said, like, he like you don't know if you're going to be here in, like, five years. For all you know, this could be, like, you can be here for a year, you could be here for two, might be here for three. And that's why, like... That's why I call it a trend because like we don't know how long this is gonna last. Like, but guys like Lil Yachty are already showing. Like Lil Yachty only sold forty k. Like he didn't do really anything.
2: Yeah, and it's also showing that yeah you can nail some some hits. But yeah. then when you release a trash album that it's universally you know known as trash, it's not gonna do yeah, well. because you know? Uzi just because it has the beats. And, yeah, yeah,
1: Uzi did one one hundred k. He did hundred something. But that was because of like you know and what XO. love is rage too yeah that's because EXO tour life was such a huge hit record like that's yeah true. so like also fourth album well the other ones are mixtapes
0: okay yeah those weren't albums what well, is even love is rage
1: love is rage runs a mixtape okay yeah love is rage two is his first technically his first album but like yeah like this is it's quick it's basically everything that like. You're supposed to be like you're you're supposed to be that parent who's like if you're growing up with other music you're like what is this garbage? Like you're supposed to be like that. And by the time you have kids time, your kids probably gonna be listening to like, you know, like bubblegum backflip rap and it's gonna be, like, and you're gonna be like It's
0: just gonna be people like screaming. That's yeah, it. be, no ah! sound at all.
2: Or it's gonna go back to like the eighties rap of like Curtis yeah. Blow and, and all well, I not, I don't. I, don't wanna, I never I
1: don't want want one, wanna but, hear know. get a pop and like fish fry better. Like a said, I never wanna hear that. I don't get that. I like Sugar Hill Gang. No. They didn't even write that song. But on a side note, they didn't. Uh, Yeah, I know. Yeah, but so that's what the thing with mumble rap is. Like, it's it's here for now. We don't know if it'll be here in the future. Rap is already, like, evolving again past this. Because, like, I will say, like, Lil Pump's, like, the last. Like, Lil Yachty, this album's going to be big for him. Because if, like, this doesn't go... What then... do you think the next thing
2: I don't, is? I don't know if I agree, though, because you have people like Takashi who just came out He's of nowhere. He's not mumble, though. He's not mumble, but I would almost say that this conversation is too about, like, that SoundCloud rap of, like, brash... Well,
1: that's a whole other SoundCloud But it also kind of yeah, brings in that mumble... but, like, there's so many things What's I guess that's another conversation, too. Because you got, like, too. people like... You got XXX and Tashio you know, who wouldn't be... He wouldn't be categorized as a mumble rapper because all the... He touches so many genres. Yeah, cause he touches. But, yeah, like lyrical rap. He'll touch this. He'll touch like. But out scream. of that
2: movement, you also have like I know for a fact that uh, uh, why am I blanking on his name?
1: One of the people in that movement, Ski Mask. Oh, Ski Mask. Yeah, he's. I don't know if he's. He's not really mumble because he's sort of mumble yeah
2: sort of but because either way like can, i don't know I, I, it kind of is connected I because guess you not know what much. he's
1: saying but he's like a fast right he's like logic is like how like when logic raps really fast but he does that on every song yeah so it's like you don't know like yeah so i don't like like guys like trippy red and stuff like that they're already evolving it in a way yeah because they're not yeah, yeah. they're not real mumble anymore and they're like more singing, don't listen to that song. Listen to uh, what is that? What is it? Give me I'm... a
0: recommendation from, from Ski Mask the Slump God.
1: Uh, one second, one second, and then we'll get back. I want to know what I got to listen to Ski to get Mass, a good Ski Mask the Slump God. Listen to uh, Catch Me Outside. That's a good jam, yeah. But as I was saying, yeah, like um, mumble rap is evolving already. Like we're getting past that. There was a period where, like, I called it like a grunge rap feel when XXX it is yeah, yeah. Where like it's like, I'm sad. Like it's depressing rap. Like,
2: and sometimes it's not even rap. Yeah, it's like just this different Yeah, genre it's just like that's kind of been unexplored.
1: Yeah, it hasn't been explored yet. Or like, like right now the real like there's really three huge faces left from from Mumble, Mumble rap. Yeah, like Lil Pump. Uh, and he's
0: just coming on the scene though. So do you think that's like a re- in and of itself, a sign that it's not dying.
1: Well, if you only got one guy, like if you only got Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Pump, and Lil Yachty, but they're all I mean, Future's still near. here. Well, Future's a superstar though. Future is, but he's still uh, mumble rap. He's evolved past. It. Yeah, he's still mumble rap, but super like Future's a superstar. But if we're
2: talking about the general, like the general guys, the general. Style. I mean, you still have Twenty One Savage, who's.
1: I don't that count. I don't count him as uh, no? mumble. No, I think he's why. one of the main people. I don't count him as mumble only because I can understand what he's saying, but he's like 50-50. Like every now and then, you won't understand what he's saying, <laughs> but like a lot <laughs> of times, tracks. I know exactly what Twenty One Savage is saying. Yeah, like it's weird with Twenty One Savage. Yeah, that's because,
2: fair. But then you have Migos. You know, Migos it's like they are still they're, they're the hottest, the, one of the hottest names in music the, right now.
1: They're also a parents of this. Yeah. But the Migos, like I said, they're superstars now. When mumble, you don't get to, like, just stay a mumble rap. You're either so you're saying mumble or, rap
2: is this bubble of, Yeah, like,
1: it's like a separate genre. Like, once you, they break out, they're not really going to They're gonna not even back. there. Like, I like, disagree. Let me explain. I equate it to, like, how, um, like... I equate to rock music where, like, in rock music, there'll be one genre that's really dominant for a period of time, and then it'll just switch again when, like... That's how I look at like this right, like rap right now. There's always gonna be like that one like genre of rap that's like really huge, like horrorcore was like kind of huge for a little, or like horror rap or something, whatever. Yeah, and then like I don't know though
2: because this this it feels like you still have a lot of rappers that aren't doing this as much. Like well, I this, don't... the
1: age like this 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 the real age thing in rap like rap is split right down the middle right now where it's like there's lyrical rap. Rap is basically everything right now, because you can find this anything is so you want. This so much. Yeah, it's so much right now, because you can find lyrical rap, yes. but then if you don't want to hear that, you can find mumble rap, but if you don't want to hear mumble rap, you can find, like, you know, melodic. I whatever. agree with what you're saying there, which yeah.
0: is the reason why I was saying that I wasn't nervous about it or hating on it like I would have thought, but I don't agree with you saying that people just, like, grow out of the mumble rap when they hit a certain level of fame. I think that mumble rap is a sound rather than um, I a status. too.
2: Cause
1: it's well, I call it melodic rap now. It's yeah, it's it's melodic. That's a good word for it. Because it's not all mumbling. Yeah, it's just because a lot of people don't like kind of blurs. The people who fall in that don't really like. You can understand some of yeah, them. Yeah, they're not really mumbling into yeah. the
0: microphone. it's just like it just seems like the words are just like falling out of their mouth. Like that's S- what I'm saying for L- some artists. Like Lil Pump yeah. is
1: like he's he'll he fits mumble. Yeah, because like oh, uh, you love like Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci and then yeah. you have people like Yachty who but are without a tune, and then what they kind of like, like I don't know, they they, yeah. they blend rather yeah, than like, just like, yeah, that's fair. He's not their, like like blah, 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 blah. He, uh, he has some songs I really love of his, but like uh, what is that? Uh, I know I'll never leave you. there. But oh, you got to hear that song. Come on, Grant. I can't. I can't remember what you're uh, talking about. I I don't want to sing it. Because He <laughs> sings on that song. <laughs> But uh, is it off his first album? It's off of this, not the out. Oh, it's off of uh, Wait, Summer Songs about? Two, Lil Yachty, Yachty. Yachty. okay. It's off of like Summer Songs Two, because like I was a huge Lil Yachty fan at a point, but I just felt yeah, like I, I was. It.
2: I don't think I'd listen to that. Summer
1: Songs Two, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't. I don't think I'm familiar. I listen to that. No. Nah. there's some songs on that Summer Songs Two that are bangers, but that's mostly. That's why I think that the genre is gonna evolve again to a point where they're not doing mumble rap; they're just putting out singles. Okay. Like they're not putting out albums I, anymore. I get that. Because I think that's what they like. Some of them should do that. Yeah. Like I don't want to necessarily hear a project from Lil Pump, that's but I'll fair. listen to some singles. Yeah.
2: And something I think that people get wrong Actually, is that I really dig that idea. All yeah. mumble rap is bad rap, but that's then not. but it's it, there there is bad. There oh, are bad yes, mumble rappers, obviously. Yes. Like, and that category for me is people like. Like Kodak Black, I I've never I've never, you know, liked him.
1: Kodak is weird because Kodak older Kodak, when he was like still hungry or something, like he could he was good to me. But now that he's like gotten famous, like he really has fallen to mumble yeah. rap. Like he used to not be a hundred percent mumble rap. Like you can know what the words what he's saying, but it was like his accent. But man, now it's like ooh, ooh,
2: ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh I was gonna say too, like Boogie. Uh, who, uh, a boogie with a hoodie? Oh, a boogie with a hoodie. Uh, um, I me, mean, a boogie with the hoodie. I've never been a He's huge melodic, fan though.
1: of Uzi Vert. Like, I like little Uzi Vert sometimes.
2: There's the bad, but then there's good, you know. Like, you have Future, who is a superstar, like you yep. said. You have Yachty, Egos, who's yeah. got his hits and his misses. Yeah, Cardi has a strong start so far. I mean, 21.
1: Are you you want
2: here? I don't know. <laughs> it, it,
1: it, Dude, I love that song.
2: If you get into it, there's a lot of different variation, you know. Yeah, there's. You can't just write it all off yeah. as one trend or one heap of yeah, bad. Yeah, one.
1: That's why I put them in like their own genre. Like I I almost, it's a subgenre of rap. Like there's a bunch of stuff going on there, yeah. but Also,
2: like, I got to say I, I, this is kind of unrelated, but I love designer
0: yeah. I I love designer. Yeah, the
1: designer was She's still He still making other music? music. I, yeah. Feel yeah. Like still I, ever, I feel like the only song I signed to Kanye's One. I like I only ever heard Panda. Yeah, but we'll talk about labels in another discussion about why you shouldn't sign to a rapper. But uh yeah, no. Yeah, he's still making music, but he's yeah. just at a point where uh we don't want to hear it. Well, <laughs> kind of plateaued. Well, it's not that he plateaued, but he just he just kind of got like they didn't push him hard enough. But yeah, like Yeah. Because if you look at a, like a lot of these mumble, well, he just dropped something last year though. Yeah, I know, he? and it just it came and went. But if you look at a lot of these melodic rap artists, they have like a very strong label behind them that are pushing them and kind of guiding them on the right track. Like uh, Lil Uzi Vert is signed to uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Um, I probably should know this. He did dedication. He did all the dedication albums. DJ Drama. Oh yeah, he yeah, that's yeah. who. Uzi's signed to, which him and Drama frequently have arguments about when Uzi should drop his music, because Uzi just wants to drop it, but DJ yeah. Drama's like, "Wait, we have to catch him at the right moment." But and then like uh, Yachty, he signed the QC, which is they also had the Migos and that Quality Control album that came out. Oh not no, too long let's ago. not talk about that. It's, oh. let's not talk about that album. But I'm just talking Ugh. about they have a really good label. When it comes to like releases, like they seem yeah. like they know what they're doing, Just they can't other clamp. than that act, yeah, other than that album. But then they have Peekaboo, which is a really good song. Peekaboo, Peekaboo. Yes. Peek-a-boo. Oh so, man, that's a great song. You haven't heard Peekaboo. You're right. That's yep. a mumble rap song. I love that song. Yeah. I love Peekaboo, 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 <laughs> Peekaboo, Peekaboo, <laughs> Peekaboo, Peek. That's peek-a-boo. the song. Peek-a-boo. I'm not finna play with you. That's what these rappers. <laughs> oh, it's so good though. <laughs> yeah, it's so. It's like, good. Yeah, it's it's that music that you just you you jam onto. Yeah, and which th- is like you don't look at it for which is other yeah other content. Why a lot of producers are mad right now because that's like I feel like m- like mumble goes hand in hand with the producers because the producers Absol- are if, if
2: anything producers are more the most than important the, than yeah, the artists. That's why guys like uh, if your if your beat isn't good you yeah you're, no that yeah, song's no, not good yeah because
1: so, I'm not listening to you talk. Like, there's only few songs where, like, I'll listen to some of it Because, like I said, Lil Yachty every now and then, he'll try.
2: That's why, like, on Culture 2, you have songs like Sturify or that are already, like, in the yeah. Hot 100, Top 10. But then, I don't know, like, the 5,000 of their songs get yeah. left behind yeah. because
1: they just don't have a good beat. Like, it didn't mesh yeah. enough. So, like, my final thought on it is it's important. I think we needed it. We needed Mumble Rap to happen so we could have a discussion like this. But I also think it's going to evolve again and we'll be – Passed it soon. I
0: you think it's going towards scream rap. I
1: Grunge, scream. yes, I yeah. do.
0: Because X, would you say DMX is scream rap? No,
1: DMX is like that lyrical That's stuff. Party, DMX, An- is is very but he still
0: does like the yelly.
1: Well, yeah, but like DMX was like really lyrical too. Like, so
0: you're saying scream rap is less lyrical and more about the screaming,
1: yeah, okay. like okay. just like how
2: Scream I was, right? Yeah, it's more about the sound,
1: yeah. I call it grunge rap because guys like like you looking at XXX X and, and Trippy Reds kind of falls into that a yeah. little bit. Uh all those like guys like that, like the new next wave, even Ski Master, yeah, those guys are like they all fall into that grungy rap type of feel, like where you just say some wild stuff over a song. Like X like wait uh t- or Six Nine or Takashi Six Nine, like that first track. The, you drag your balls on the ground and all that. That's wild. <laughs> like. But X has said some really wild stuff, too. Yes, like, he has. Like, on uh, uh, Look At Me, like, those lyrics, like, I put a hole in your parents, like, that's wild, like, but at the same time, he has some really, like, really deep stuff, like. Yeah, like, was, he'll
2: throw out something like Jocelyn
1: Flores yeah, or whatever, yes.
2: and it's, like, Super deep, yeah. In, but then in at the a totally like, different genre. Yeah,
1: he like he, he. That's why I like him, even like outside of it, like his controversy. Yeah, yeah, he's just he's so talented, which is like the sad part about him.
2: Are we also gonna talk super fast about the a flow, or does that not really? Oh is yeah, that that's, in this that's conversation, like, that's kind
1: of like that because that's the mumble flow you gotta do. And never did the a. Yeah, because while
2: someone like Kendrick can kill that flow, like. They may not mumble rap, but no, they're gonna steal, steal the a flow. flow.
1: Drake did it, like yep, Migos, everyone's that's the Migos, done it. That was a Migos. That's flow, a Migos though. thing, and that might be a totally well, different. That's, yeah, f- because phenomenon. That's when the Migos, when they first came out, they were like everybody stealing our flow, yeah. which they were because like that. Flow, that was the Versace flow. Yeah, like Drake took that flow. Yeah. Everybody takes that. Flow. Drake has taken several flows. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's on the side. Th- that's on a side note. But like, yeah, like. They like that flow is huge in Mumble. Like everybody uses that. Like even like Lil Pump uses that. Like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like or, the re- or even just yeah. the, re- the repetition yeah, just, of yeah. like, like Gucci Ad-libs, Gang or yeah. D Rose. D Rose. Like oh, I love D Rose. Don't D Rose. D Rose. D Rose. Yeah. It's yes, that repetition. I love that song. But yeah. It's, more like, so than the it's A. like that. Yeah. But that's how I feel about Mumble rap. And rapping. one
2: more thing I gotta say is that. It, <laughs> Well, I think one of my big things about it that I just don't like is it's always about it's about the same like yeah. rap stuff. Yeah. It's the money,
0: the yeah. women, money, the drugs, women,
2: drugs, the gang. Look you know? at what drugs I mean, I'm
0: on. That's a, we said that that was they were saying. Now look at the lyrics. It's shallow, yeah. for a reason. Yeah.
2: But then again, like general rap has always had that content in there. Yeah, so but it's like, like what's
1: different? But it would be a story. Like some like they would say like the old like that lyrical rap is like the drug dealer. And then, like, this rap is like the drug user. Because mm. back then, like, think Jay Z's rapping about I-, I lost 99 bricks that I was selling. or But now, guys like Future is like, I did 99 bricks. Now I'm. Yeah. You so know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like. Wearing I'm,
2: Gucci flip flops. Yeah,
1: I messed up in the club. Like, something like that. Like, I'm off as a zanny or something. Like that. It's like stuff like that, which is like. Yeah, Yeah. so that's what they are. Yeah, that's the one And, like, a lot of times you got to think, like, Uzi Vert, like, when Uzi Vert, he stopped doing, like, all drugs like that. Like, now he's, like, he's still doing weed. But, like, he was, like, it was weird for him because, like, when you get into a studio, usually they're, like, messed up on, like, everything. So, like, that's why it's, like, the lyrical content is not good because they're just letting everything, just whatever, the first thing that comes to their head come out. Yeah. But, like, some of these guys used to be able to rap, but, like... Now they can't. That's like,
2: why I hate when the song like, like Mask Off kind of gets yeah. the the hugeness that that because it's that beat was so good. It, it, that beat it, was right like inspired. it's a, it's yeah. an amazing beat. Yeah, but then he's talking like you you can hear these sixteen year old, fifteen year old kids like chowning Percocet, Molly Percocet, Percocet. it just yeah. like in school, yeah. yeah, like in whether it's like in a rich white yeah. demographic yeah. or whatever. It's a weird phenomenon. It's, it's so really weird. weird, yeah.
1: But, like, it's stuff like that, you know? I don't then know. I also feel like. I don't know how I feel about it. To add on to that, I feel like the genre's shifting again to, to not do drugs because, like, someone, yeah. I forgot who. It might have been a Trippy Red song I was listening to where he's like, I'm not off it. Like, I'm not. We don't do drugs no more over here. Like, because, or suffer weed. Like, yeah. I'm not counting weed because they do weed. But like the hard pills and stuff like that, mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't doing because of like a lot of people have been dying recently. Like it took little like peep, peep dying yeah. for them a lot of people Which to be like,
2: I don't know if peep fits in this conversation because no. he's Cause kind he's of like his emo thing, own. like He's in his grunge area. I wanted to so say that little yeah. little peep was really good. I'm, yeah, he, I'm surprised he's, I did not he's find really him earlier. Ta- he's, he's really, really talented.
1: talented. Yeah. It's actually shockingly how talented he was. But yeah, like once a lot of these guys like, but then like. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of these grunge raps, are guys are like really depressed and stuff, but, so they're doing drugs to, and like all those guys are like they do drugs to get back from like almost like PTSD from like their hood and stuff like. Like that's what like the whole thing with Chief Keith was like. He's like, I don't do drugs. Like Fredro Santana just died, and it's like Chief Keith was like, we didn't do drugs just to do drugs. Like we were doing it as like to deal with demons. Like yeah, like to get away from yeah it. to get away from like things like like I you like a lot of them killed people. They're like having to deal with that every day, so yeah. it's like, or their friends have died. Like, especially like in that Chicago time, like that's a whole like interesting topic. As is only when Chicago was like on on top, like every week it seemed like a dude was dying who had like just came out, and it was like a lot of those guys had to leave that city just to like still pop off. Like some yeah, people can't like, even continue go. to like, live. Keith won't even go back. Like he tried to do a, a he tried to do a show live with like a hologram of him. Because he wouldn't come back in the city. Really? Yeah. Because, hmm. like, a lot of people go back to the city, and that's how they die. Like, they'll just go back for just one weekend. Like, uh, G. Herbo just got arrested there. Yeah. Because he, like, came back for that weekend, and he had all, like, he had to, can't go there with no guns on, with on you, and he just got arrested for it. So, like, that's, like, the weird thing about it and how I think it's evolving. Again, a lot of those guys are realizing that, like, you die from, like, drugs. Cause that's what happened back then. Like drugs were huge, but then like Pimp C from UGK died from it. Like Lean mm-hmm. was gigantic, and then he died, and then everyone was like, "Okay, we're not doing Lean anymore." Well, yeah, and when you know when Wayne was in the hospital. Yeah, like, Wayne was and in and the stuff. hospital every day. So it's like that's what a lot of these guys are at now. They're like, "All right, we, you can die off of these pills. You can die off of this stuff." So we're gonna. It's stop. like permanent, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like we're gonna get another evolution in it. Cause Lil Pump even said he's done off of. It. He's not doing no more Zannies. Twenty eighteen. And, like, Lil Xan, the new, like, I uh, changed his name to Diego. <laughs>
0: I know. But, yeah, yeah so did. that's,
1: yeah, that's how I feel, like... Yeah, I think I got all of what I wanted yeah. to say out. Yeah. I, I think
2: it's a good genre to a degree that I don't think enough people give enough credit of. They just yeah. write it off as
0: being slurred things. I think, I I really do think that what you said about not taking it so seriously is... That's my biggest takeaway that I think people should consider. Like, what you're saying Amir, is that it's just another trend is one thing, but saying... Don't take it so seriously. It's one part I mean uh, it's one part of a whole genre. Yeah. It's like that's does it just don't stop. it's it's all about having fun and just like it's not about usually. Yeah. Yeah. Well I'm just saying it's like Sometimes. not that you're like the same way you're just not like analyzing the yeah. lyrics. It's yeah. just like there it is. Not trying to do anything, jam out to yeah. it, whatever. It's like Gucci funny. gang
2: think, is not having a second meeting, dude. No. Yeah. Like just yeah. just throw it on and, and hop up and down, whatever you gotta do. Yeah. yeah. If you don't wanna listen to it, don't listen to it. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, that's that. was my biggest favorite. Well, well, Jump into my classic album. So, I guess the classic album I chose was a personal classic to me, and it's um, it's Tyler the Creator's album, Scum. Pause. This is gonna get bleeped out, folks. <phone rings> Sc- uh, Flower Boy, and quick background on the album. It's his first. It's his fourth studio album. Uh, it was released on July twenty first, twenty seventeen. Officially, it got leaked like a week before. It was released by Columbia Records, and the album was slow. It was solely produced by Tyler, but features contributions from artists like Frank Ocean, Rex Orange County, and ASAP Rocky. So yeah, how did you? F- let's 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 talk about like opening feelings before I get into like the the feeling and like the each meaning behind each song.
0: Okay. As someone that has not listened to Tyler the Creator but has like just seen him via the Loiter Squad, yeah. and just like internet in general, not music wise, not what I expected. Right, and he's a lot more talented than I thought. It was I thought it was gonna be like something. I was like, all right, what is this gonna be? But then it was like, I want to say experimental, but it was definitely non-traditional, uh, and it, was, it surprised me. As particularly, I liked uh, probably like the first. I really liked the first, like, four songs a whole lot. The forward is super, super good, and mm-hmm. that kind of made me go, oh, this is way different. And then you get, like, Where This Flower Blooms that I really, really liked, and I like uh, See You Again. I guess sometimes it's kind of an interlude, but, yeah, it was it was unexpected, and it was a pleasant surprise. I really, really enjoyed the album after all, and I didn't expect to. I didn't expect to hate it, but I didn't expect to like it as much as I did.
1: Well, let's let's do a quick... Let's do the dive, then. So... Tyler, creator as an artist, he's usually, this is, like, the first time he's ever done a, like an, like, album like this, and, like, he was saying when he was making this album, because he did a sit-down interview with, um, guy who was on the the Carmichael's, uh,
2: I've, I, I've saw bits and pieces of yeah. it, I know what you're talking about. But,
1: um, he, he wanted, his usual albums are, like, you know, very, like, brash, in-your-face, like, you know, yelling—not yelling, but like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like he's unapologetic. Yeah, he's unapologetic. Crude. Like he's kind of like it's like horror rap and yeah, way. and like that's so like. Is that a thing? Yes. Oh okay. But uh, guys, like so this one coming into this album, he said that he wanted to make an album where like he didn't rap as much over it. Like it was just like, of like he was taking you through like what is it? like going through his mind at the time, like. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of lets you feel it. He didn't mm-hmm. really want to rap over this album. He just wanted to have uh, like melodies and stuff over it, okay. which is complete like this is completely different from all his other albums. Well, and he d- produces so it. Uh,
0: having said what I said about this album, do you think I would like his other stuff?
1: I don't know. It's I mean, go listen tape. to it anyways. Yeah, okay. it's not bad, but like it's different. Than yeah, me. it's different. Like all his each album is really different, but this one is like extremely different. Like he's like he's trying to find like he's kind of showing you what he's going through basically so let's first dive into the song uh forward featuring rex uh orange county so this song forward serves as an intro into tyler's album a forward is usually set to stage for something before it is like presented which this song certainly does by exploring tyler's motivations and towards the end of the song his lack of motivations Mm -hmm. and this comes to explore suicidal type thoughts that he like Often talks about him dealing with through like several songs like lots of people have heard goblin, which like he sort of hits at it at goblin, but it's like always jokey. But in this one, he this album he like got into it. Yeah. But like he was wondering if anyone would care if he drowned, which kind of like sets the stage for the rest of the album as like an exploration of his inner self, which then takes us into the second song, which is where this flower blooms. Now. The first verse focuses on how Tyler used to live before making it big, how he was counting sheeps, and being broke to have the cars that he only dreamed of.
0: Is this the one that goes, run it, run it, run it? Is that um, this one?
1: I'm pretty sure it is. I'm not for sure. I just know it's the second song. It's yeah, it's at the Bloom. outro. The
2: outro is like, run it, run it. No, I thought so it was like in the beginning. Where
1: Flower balloons is the second. Yeah, it's the second song on the album.
0: When he says that? Oh, oh yeah, 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 it's yeah, Right yeah. there, he 45 says the seconds yep, in. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Dude, I was listening to that, and then I, that part happened, and I was like, oh, that was... That is dope. Yeah. got Hit me. Hit me the right way.
1: So, like, he was, it was, like, him talking about all the things that he couldn't afford, like, he could not afford, but now out of nowhere he can afford them. Mm-hmm. And, like, the second and third verse, verse by like, the ethos of, like, the Flower Boy album, the growth and the expression. And it features Frank, which he's, like, he's had on many of his songs. Like, you know, she, and, like, he's also on, like, Mr. Lonely, like, later on on the album, which is one of my favorite songs, like. He's ever made. I love that song. That's like the second song. So like, a lot of like a huge thing with this album is he's dealing with like his like him just being lonely, like mm-hmm. him like because like he comes from.
2: I mean, his a song, yeah nine nine one one yeah, slash Mister lonely. lonely. Yeah,
1: like the this he comes from the whole like Odd Future like the label he had and like the group like the Odd Future Wolf Gang Kill Em All group and all that stuff. That's Are you stuff.
0: gonna get into what the title actually means?
1: Flower Boy. Yeah. Oh man, I there's I don't even think there's like a huge meaning behind it. It's just like he was going with that name. Okay. I mean, there might be. I mean, but I didn't really see anything. You obviously know that uh,
2: that there's a lot of like bee and um, imagery. Yeah, Honey like, bee yeah. Ref- re- imagery. Yeah. yeah, and obviously, if you know uh, pollination yeah. and what it, I think it's in reference to like yeah. the sexuality stuff that he brings up. Yeah, um, that on the comes album. on later on. Yeah, because. Um, He used to get like chat on for talking about like that sexuality, right? Yeah. Like earlier in his career. Well, because like before people like usually what Tyler came along,
1: usually what Tyler does is like he's really jokey. So he wouldn't like just, he'll say like very like messed up words like the F word and stuff. Or he would literally say like, I'll blank your blank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he'll, he'll do wild stuff like that, but like not mean it. But maybe not mean mean it. it. Yeah. Well, you You don't know know now. But like, um, this led into like sometimes, which was like the. It's the uh, it's like they he worked with like Shane Powers on here who like provided like the vocals and they used they originally collaborated on like blow my load which is on Cherry Bomb yeah (laughs) and Buffalo which is also on Cherry Bomb but uh, this also features Wyatt Navarro. Which works as an intro to "See You Again," which is the fourth one. And on September 30 of 2017, he provided some insight on his Twitter as to why this was his favorite song. But then he later, like, he later deleted those tweets. Think like about how this was his favorite song. But like he said, like sometimes, and these were his tweets. Sometimes I sit in my room and I think about us. Although it's only 36 seconds, those chords is a direct re- uh, representation of the music that plays when I daydream. That's why it's his favorite. And at its core, it's why he loves music, those progressions that make his insides move with the keys, some simps and a little melodic uh run. No one asked, just thought I should share because I'm listening to it on a loop, so yeah, it was just like this it like the whole album mostly is just like him like he wanted to say that he wanted to put out things that he mostly felt mm hmm and, like, that he feels all the time and why he loves music. Because he produces all his albums. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, every album he does, he produces it. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, this one he wanted to be different. He didn't want people to, like... He was really aiming for, like, that that acclaim and the Grammy and stuff like with this one. Which he got nominated, but he didn't get it. What did he get
0: nominated for, exactly?
1: The rap album? Yeah. Okay. He didn't get the... Uh, he did... It sold, sold well, which I can get into later on. But the fourth one is uh, See You Again with Kali Yukis which is, like, a frequent collaborator. And, like, she was also on Cherry Bomb, on Find Your Wings, and Effing Young slash Perfect. Cherry Bomb is a wild album. It sounds like <laughs> it's by <of> the title. <laughs> it's a title. It's a wild album. But this person, I mean, Tyler sings on about a person who he thinks would be his ideal love, lover and that they only live in his fantasy and his dream state. And whenever he wakes up, the person disappears. Though, therefore, he w- doesn't wish to wake up. While he's very much in love with them, he hates constantly waiting and chasing them. The song directly follows sometimes where we hear a voice on the radio, which is Shane Powers, who is like the voice on. Shane Powers is the voice for like all the radio things that are on here and like on golf radio, which is like his huge like, thing he has, like golf mm-hmm. wang and all that. Which like after this, it comes like, see you again. And this is like, this implies from See You Again that the song was about a guy, which is like something that. A lot of people didn't know. Like, Tyler kind of jokes about it. He's joked about it several times, but this is the first time where it was kind of like he was being, like, non-as-jokey. But he still hasn't, like... People have asked him about it, but he still, he won't give a real answer. Like, he'll just beat around the bush. Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask
0: if he'd ever f- actually said anything. No. This he's speculation. He's
1: st- It's still speculation, for all we know. For all we know, he could be joking about it. For all we know, he, this wasn't... But on the side note, See You Again was not, he did not write this for himself. Like, originally this song was wrote for Zayn Malik. For Zayn Malik. Yeah. Yep. Really? Yep. Yeah. Uh, he wrote it for Zayn, but... He wrote it? Tyler wrote it for okay. Zayn. Yeah, Tyler wrote this song for Zayn, but like he said, that beef flanked on the studio twice, so I kept it for myself, and it worked out. Hmm. Yeah, so that's what he put on Twitter. Twitter. So that was originally meant to be for him. For Zayn Malik but Zayn clearly missed the studio time several times so I said you know what screw it said, screw it I said screw it screw, screw it. it I'm keeping this song now Who That Boy one of my favorite songs on the album which <sighs> I is, love this song yeah, yeah it's the first like hard like this is what I was like waiting for yeah Who That Boy is like it was the first single he had from this album and it features his close friend ASAP Ravi. Like I know where him and ASAP Rocky got really close like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. They went on tour together. And they said why they were on tour. They just realized, holy crap, we really like each other. We're really cool. and We really mesh well. So like, they like they're really frequent collaborators now. Like they, uh, they did a cover, not a cover, but they did something over uh, Kanye West's uh, one of the, I forgot what song Freestyle. it is on Pablo. Yeah, I forgot it's one of the songs of on them. Pablo. Yeah, it's like this one's like. Yeah, I know. I forgot. I can look at it, but I don't feel like looking it up, sadly.
0: According to Genius, this song deals overtly with sexuality as well, more overtly.
1: What, Who That Boy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. This says that here on July 26th, Tyler tweeted a drawing he'd done of a rainbow-colored figure coming out of a closet, which seems pretty on the nose.
1: Well, like I said, every time we ask Tyler about it, yeah. he'll just go like, ah. Oh. It doesn't mean anything more to you. You're still going, maybe it's a joke. Well, like I said, if you follow Tyler, the creator from, like, the beginning, he is, like, very – he's a troll. Okay. He's, like, a – he's not troll rap, but he's troll rap. Is that a fair comparison? Yeah. Like, he's really troll. Like, he trolls a lot. He's trolling. He's a troll a little – He's really hard to understand sometimes. Yeah, like, he's – him as a person is – like, a lot of people might think he's a dick, which is, like – I hate to use that word, but, like –
2: I mean, yeah, it's definitely, like, a good
1: word for He's a douche, Yeah. Yeah. Like people would call him that, but like, yeah, he trolls a lot, so like, that's why people don't know. And he said thing, he said anti like gay things before, like yeah. not anti, like, but like, I, you know, I was, you know, you, yeah, the words so. that rise with maggot, yeah, so like, which is weird because, but you know, he's not against it because Frank Ocean's on, like, he was a part of Odd Future. And he even joked then, like, he said, like, he knew that Frank Ocean was by, when Frank Ocean didn't like the frosting on his Pop-Tarts or something like that. (laughs) And he said something, he knew something was wrong with him then. So, like, (laughs) that's the thing. But Who That Boy, this is, like, his first, like, this is what his collaboration with a A A Rocky. They collaborated before on Telephone Calls, and he was also on What The F Now. Oh, no, What The F Right Now, which is a remix of Kanye West Freestyle 4 which is an amazing song. But I love Tyler's version more for some reason because I think he went harder on it. But um, they also went on tour together in 2015. And yeah, the song was made, this song was made all the way back in 2015. And he just kept it in his stash and then threw it on here. Yeah. But I feel like ASAP Rocky went hard on this song. He, I think he like, did He yeah. murdered this song, which is like this song first got me anticipated for the new album, which is like,
0: yes. When do we have a release date on
1: that? Uh, no, but it's this year, okay? It's like really soon. He said, like, maybe like he said, first quarter, I think, but uh, that leads you into pothole, which was featuring Jaden Smith, which was like out of nowhere for me. Jaden because Smith, because I'll tell you, when this album first dropped, it didn't have any features on it, like, it didn't tell you who the features were. Okay. Yeah, so you were listening to it, and then I'd be like, is that Jaden Smith? <laughs> and I was like, and then it was, but I really like it because I like. You watch it for the potholes, watch it for the potholes. And just the Dude, beat on this is so good.
2: <laughs> the first time I hear Jaden Smith every time, I always think of his Never, never Say Never.
1: Oh, with Justin Bieber? <laughs> and he's bigger than me, tougher <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> than me, and he's I something think of, whatever.
1: I think about Mr. Han. Like Oh, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. From his version like, of the Karate Kid. Oh, but okay. I really like, this is one of the songs on the album that I also really love, Potholes. It's because a great song. This yeah. is a, and him this is like the one of the other songs where he comes out rapping hard like immediately and he talks about like Clancy who was like to him is like one of his father figures. He says that multiple times in his music, Clancy was like the guy who was is, like it's a white guy who like helped him manage odd future, like the label. Yeah. And like helped him like as a kid and all that when he was growing up and like all that to like make odd future actually become something. Like, make that, like, he says on his song, Ode, I think it's Oldie, where he's, like, you know, when he was 16, when he first blew that, he drew that glown up, the donut. But now he created the empire, which at a point before this album came, like, which is another huge part of this album, Odd Future was, like, a a, a whole, it became, like, an empire. But yeah it's slowly, like, it's almost not existent now. They all, like, kind of separated. They did their own things. Yeah, yeah. like, they that's why this, like, the whole lonely thing is like a huge part of this and like how he says take me back to november later on in it because like back then like that was when everybody was still cool now they're kind of they don't really not like people still mess with each other but some some of them like really don't get along like tyler and uh haji beats who's on who's there they don't get along at all anymore tyler and earl sweatshirts still kind of get along and then like him and Frank still get along pretty well which you'd see Frank several times on this album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so on the sixth song which is Potholes, this is you Tyler diverges from the theme of love and longing to digest, to discuss the obstacles in his life using like the metaphor of driving which Tyler is like really big into driving like, you know, he's really big into like McLarens and cars and all that. But yeah, so driving is like the common motif of, motif of the beginning of the album in a pothole or something in life, attempting to get Tyler stuck and keep him from moving forward. And it was the first collab between Jane Smith and uh, Tyler, the creator, which Jaden, like, later said, like, this was, like, one of the biggest things ever, like, who he really wanted to collab with. Like, he badly wanted to collab with Tyler, the creator, because Tyler, the creator, like, was, like, the voice for, like, I would say the voiceless, but he was, like, the voice of people who were kind of, like, not weird, but, like, not, like, like, out there. Yeah, that are out there. Like, you know. Yeah, like, Jaden was on the outsides. And yeah. And then he dropped Sire, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He
1: dropped Sire. God. I'd I never listened to it. But Garden Shed is the next song with Estelle, which I thought Estelle had disappeared for a while. So it was interesting when I first heard this album. It was interesting to hear Estelle for the first time again. I love Estelle, but. Yeah, that was an uh, odd person to grab for me. But on this album, you'll see that he grabs a lot of odd people, like Rex Orange County. I Dude, love like, him. Yeah, I never even heard of him up to this album, which I need to go and listen to. You should, yeah. But um, on Garden Shed, Tyler uses the Tegisler imagery as a extended metaphor for keeping one's sexual orientation concealed or being in the closet. Now, he still has not, like, said if he is coming out of the closet or not. But he has, like, he addressed it in the second verse. In the past, Tyler's hinted at it with drawings and tweets and lyrics. But, like, here he takes on the serious note about it. And, like, Estelle's like, previously supported the LGBT community. And also she's on Steven's Universe, which is also, like, a strong LGBT-influenced mm-hmm. show, which mm-hmm. is so good. Watch Steven's Universe. Even if you might think it's a kid's show, but there's so many good there's themes. There's yeah. really deep themes in Steven's Universe. It's so good, but yeah. So Garden Shell it's, it Garden Shetty, like this is where he like tackles all those feelings and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that leads to boredom, which is like my favorite. It's song my, fa- I'd say it's my out. favorite too. I like I literally get this song. Like I'll I could go like a year without hearing this song, and I'll still have. When you're having fun. In my mind. Like, I love this song so much. Like, I don't know. It's so good. And, like, this is featuring Anna the North Korean, Bailey Ray, and Rex Orange County. This song is so good. And it's, like, it's mostly just about... It's it's just similar in tone. It focuses on his state of loneliness and the, like... It's a very somber song, Yeah, it's a really somber song. But, like, that second, the break halfway through where it's, like, uh, find some time to find some, like, yeah, it's a little more, like, you feel like it's unbeat, But, like, that's the thing with most of this album where, like, it'll be, like, it, it's a really somber song when you actually listen to the lyrics. Like, uh, later on, Mr. Lonely is, like, it sounds really unbeat, but that song is, like, really depressing. Mm-hmm. But, like, after hearing Boredom and stuff like that, it makes you want to, like, almost give him a hug. But we'll get to that later on, <laughs> because after boredom, it takes a huge. We kind of do like. I wouldn't say that it doesn't fit. I love the song still, but it's like a huge. Like when we talk about here comes the runs, where like. Oh yeah. It was like that world we'll just jump out of nowhere and jump mm-hmm. to a whole thing. Next, like, especially after I something got something like time. Like boredom. Yeah, I got time. Just since you full speed again, like down, like it, like this one ranges like. It covers topics from like ranges from the dismissal of people only interested in him because of his cess and like everything him like looking back on everything he's accomplished, and then like he you still hear find some time on this song which like comes from boredom but like this had a, like a more upbeat tempo and stuff like that like a little back like background on this song was he was with Kanye West when he was doing uh when Kanye West was doing the life of Pablo and Kanye went to take a nap. So he was in the studio, and then there was the NPC there, and he started, like, the guy Noah started recording him, and he just started smacking, clapping, and making weird noises and added a boom, boom, boom. And he was going to add a hook, and it was just like that. And, like, he said, he said, damn, Kanye should take this song. He would sound so much cooler than me saying the hook. Kanye hates it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) So that's why he ended up keeping this song. It was originally supposed to be, like, Kanye – Interesting that Kanye hit it. I really like it. It's a great beat. Yeah. This is really good. Yeah. But, I was
0: going to say, you mentioned the clapping. I really actually like the clapping a yeah,
1: lot. But they, like he said, he, this was for Kanye, but Kanye was like, no. Which is very like frequent on The Life of Pablo because Chance did the original version of Waves and then yeah. Kanye said no to that. So then that's when they redid Waves without Chance on it. But I think... Chances Waves is better. <coughs> I think it is too. But, yeah, uh, which is you know, it's, it's a it's real okay, common Kanye. thing on Kanye's album. But this leads to like what I my favorite song in the album, which is like Nine One One Mister Lonely. I Thought you said it was Boredom. Both are okay. I so actually both think the they should have been like back to back. Like when they fir- if they would have flips, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If this, they would have flipped it around when this first came out. Uh, only Boredom, uh, Lo- Mister Lonely, and. I think it was uh, Who That Boy were originally the only songs. But I when I first heard the song, I thought it was going to be like, first half of the album was going to be like super rappy and the other side was going to be like this. So I thought that he was going to like, have these two be back to back. And I thought, I always still think they kind of flow together better.
2: Definitely. But
1: I'm fine. Like I do, I still love like the I Ain't Got Time. But Mr. Lonely is like, it's the 10th track on the album. It features... Uh, Frank Ocean, Steve Lacy, ASAP Rocky's on here in the background when they do the the like the yelling at the end. Schoolboy Q is also in the yelling. Yeah. And Anna of the North. I love Anna of the North. <laughs> Anna of the North is so good on this album. But uh, the first half is more beat, but it's like the lyrics are super depressing. Like like he says like How you doing? My name is Lonely. Nice to meet you. What's your number so you can reach me? And like like what he's saying on this song is like they don't, like, a lot of his friends don't call to see how he's doing, Mm -hmm. and they don't call to, like, really check on him, which is, like, the theme of this song. Like, he doesn't get any nothing. Like, now it's, like, all the friends he used to have, it's, like, they don't have They're not even existing anymore. The second half has more depressing lyrics when he talks about the, you know, how he never could have a girl. Like, he's never knew how to throw a ball to make the dog fetch, Mm -hmm. meaning, like, he's never had, you know. I didn't want to hear the B word, (laughs) but he's never had like you know a girl to like be able to make them come back to him or something like that. And this song was used during his twenty sixteen golf fashion show, and like he added more uh, instruments and vocals to this song later on, which was like a shock. And this was like he recorded this during the release of Cherry Bomb. He stated like it shocked fans because during when Cherry Bomb released, he said he's not depressed anymore. He was fine and everything, but clearly he was still dealing with stuff. Which when when this happened, this came out, and he got back to like you know the mood and the sadness and all that. But here's like a quote from like how him and Frank got to this because I love when Frank comes in with the chirp chirp yeah. So what happened with a lot of his collapse? He says where Frank happened where he'll just be out and he'll be at the studio and Frank Ocean would text him and be like, "Where are you at?" And will be like, I'm in the studio. And then Frank will just show up. And then he'll be like, he'll show Frank what he's doing. And then Frank will just jump on his song. Yeah. So that's how they're still, like, they're still close. But he was like, he says he was in the studio. He told this to Zane Lowe. And he was in the studio. And then, like, Frank said, where are you at? And then Frank came. And he then Frank was like, let me try something. And he said, he just got in the, uh, in the booth and kept saying, chirp, chirp, chirp. 400 times. He said 400 oh effing times. Oh, my gosh. And then, and then they just slowly evolved it into, you know, the chirp, music, chirp. Yeah. yeah. Woke up in the birds, birds with the birds, the birds. And you used to come and give me what the swerves were. But, you know, you don't have time anymore. But, yeah. Then that leads to dropping seeds. Wait, when I first heard this came out of nowhere because I didn't know Lil Wayne could rap still. <laughs> like, I thought, yeah this was July last year yeah like I this is why like Lil Wayne started coming back to like where he is now I think it's cause he stopped doing like the heavy drugs mm-hmm. but like there was a point where Lil Wayne couldn't even rap but then this song came and I was like is this Lil Wayne? like because it didn't have him on here until like later on they added who's featuring mm-hmm. but when this first came out I was like is this Wayne? and it was like like I was in shock and awe I was like oh Lil Wayne is back and then, like, he proved it with Dedication 6 and stuff like that, that he's, I could rap again. Mm-hmm. And, like, he said, like, he was doing, he played this song originally. He played the beat, and he was sitting down. He was like, man, Lil Wayne should be on this song. So, like, he just And they collabed before. On, uh, they had collabed before, I think. It was on Cherry Bomb. I yeah, think. it was on Cherry Bomb. But, like, he was like, man, Lil Wayne should be on this song. Just because he said he just wanted to hear Lil Wayne rap over something melodic. Like, he wanted to see... He wanted to hear Lil Wayne's, like, high-pitched voice rap over a lower tone. And he was, like, in this weird Brian Benet Lounge Library music. That's what he called it. And then he was, like... He told Lil Wayne just to rap about gardens, trees, or whatever. And then this (laughs) is what what Lil Wayne came up with. So, yeah. And I'm happy about it because, man, up to this point, it was... It was dark to be a little Wayne fan. Yeah, like it was. You were woo! in the dark. Yeah, it was. It stoinked at a point, but um, then we get to November, which Tyler says it just dis- this depicts his insecurities and fears concerning life, career, and relationships. Reminiscing, I mean, reminiscing over the past in a nostalgic uh, fashion, split by interludes of scattered voices. The first track of this elaborates on his material worries, while the second track. I mean, his second half details a Crush that serves as a setup for Glitter later on. But, like, he was hitting lines at this track in his Twitter bio for, like, ever before he dropped this song. Like, he kept saying, take me back to November. And then, like, that's what everybody took that tweet as, like, saying, like, our future is completely no more, which it it basically is, like, which is a sad thing because they were really, like, there was a point, like, for a lot of people, they were everything at a point. So yeah,
2: like they and, had massive fans. Yeah,
1: they were huge at a point, and it's just like I, th- I would have felt like you would have loved Odd Future. You look like you would have been there, but like they completely felt like they just everybody. It's like thirteen of them too. So really? Yeah, like I don't know if you heard of Sid from the internet. I she's like this huge. sounds familiar. Yeah, she's really good. But she comes from that. Frank Ocean comes from Odd Future. Earl Sweatshirt. Earl Sweatshirt, like they're all still big artists because they're like really good. Like each of them are all really good, and they're all lyrical in their own mm-hmm. way. Like, like Earl Sweatshirt. Like Doris is an amazing album too. But then we get to Glitter, which is like where Voice Mill started, and it's like the penultimate track. I mean, c- track of this album. It's where Tyler confesses his love to a crush over the phone, making him feel bright and colorful inside, like glitter. So yeah, and then we get to the the last one of the uh, it's the last song on the album, which is "Enjoy Right Now Today," which is like it features many voices. It's very positive, and it has a bright sound. And it doesn't. There's not many words on that, if any. I don't it's think it's a really nice is.
2: instrumental, though. Yeah,
1: this is from Pharrell. Oh. Yep, Pharrell. Um, Pharrell added that. vocals to this because he's Tyler's mentor. And Tyler's inspiration, and him and Pharrell work pretty frequently. Okay, And this is yeah, like, Pharrell yeah, yeah. came in and was like, he worked with him on this song. So that's, that's why, dope. if you listen, you can find like a little Pharrell feel to it. It definitely has it with yeah. the snares and. Yeah. So, like, there's a sound of the car door closing at the end, which is how it starts with forward. And it's like, it's the only one that hasn't, like, doesn't have any curse words on it because mm-hmm. it doesn't have lyrics really. So, yeah, this is like, that's Flower Boy. And if we can get into some other background stuff, the album was leaked on July 9th, 2017. Didn't
0: that hurt his sales at all?
1: Um, A little bit. Because, okay, he immediately after that, that's where everyone thought was like, was did Tyler come out as gay because of the garden shed. But the album was met with universal acclaim, acclaim from critics and fans alike. And it debuted at number two on the billboard, hmm. uh, one hundred. I forgot what was number one. That I think it was four four four, because I think at that time, yeah, it think, probably it was yeah. probably four 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 because four 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 came out at the same time. But he still sold one hundred six uh, thousand sales and uh, album equivalent mm-hmm. sales. Seventy thousand were pure album sales, which is insane. Now, like he sold yeah, seventy thousand pure album.
2: That physical CD like package was really cool. Yeah,
1: like he has a lot. He had a lot of original artwork and like yeah, really cool just stuff in there. Yeah. Today, like most artists, you'll never see them sell seventy thousand pure albums. What do you saved. mean by pure album? Like the actual album, like, like a physical copy, CD, like a disc. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I would usually never buy a CD. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Usually yeah. streaming. Yeah, streaming. Like when he met by one hundred six thousand, like that's album equivalent sales, and seventy thousand of those were actual album sales. Did you buy it? No. Oh, I just bought it on like. Did I streamed a, it. Did you buy a
0: physical? I didn't know there NGO? was a.
1: physical I didn't know there was a physical. Until, like, I I that knew there was out. like a vinyl, uh, yeah. and stuff like that. Oh. I I wasn't interested. In I would one, buy but. it, but like if I was, I'm gonna try to. Like, CDs
0: are making a really weird resurgence.
1: They're dying though, because Best Buy just recently announced that they're no longer carrying CDs. CDs just hit like their best sales in like, yeah, 10 year- maybe not ten years.
0: But like. In like five years, they just get yeah. them like let. It's a couple months ago. Interesting. It, it's like really weird. Like all those old forms are coming back. V uh, no, cassettes also hit yeah. a high point. Um and the vinyl obviously is making a comeback. But yeah, been back, yeah,
1: and this one, like I was saying, like CDs are dying. So that's what caught me off guard. I would buy it though, cause mm-hmm. like if I, I would I, too. Yeah, it's. I, I feel like it's worth it. But yeah, that's that's this album.
0: This isn't necessarily related to the album. Uh, I guess very a little superficially, but what. Would, if he ever did come out, what would it take for you to believe that it wasn't a joke?
1: I don't know. That's the weird thing about him.
2: This is as much as you're probably ever gonna get, yeah. honestly. Unless yeah, honest he, unless he, unless he sits down and does a Tyler thing, and he's like maybe like in front of a live stream, and
1: he's just let just like just talking, like just talking. But maybe, but even though he doesn't do get. that, you know. Yeah, this is probably the most you're gonna get out about it. Interesting. Yeah, he's one of those like. He's crazy. Yeah, he's not – He's a, cra- not, well, he, he he's a cra- centric. He falls uh, into like a, a – I like, love him. Yeah, a little of a Kanye territory, but like – Yeah. Yeah, like when I first heard this album – Well, I had first heard those three songs, so I was really hyped for this album. When it dropped, I didn't get the leak. I was searching, Good. but Good. I just – I gave up on that because like I was like I'll just I it. I was just waiting. Yeah. I, I saw it when I – it was – when it come out last year?
2: No, what date? What date? Oh, um, uh, was it like a week July. after the release? Or
1: oh yeah, it came out with July 9th, the leak, and then July twenty first, the actual album. So that's like a that's like yeah, a two week. Yeah, that was a good yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of like rode the wave of like Mr Lonely and Boredom, but yeah, I was so hyped when this album came out. So you were a big fan before this? As no. Well. You just like those songs. I like Tyler this, as a person, like as the. I follow yeah. I followed Tyler for a long time. I've I don't, not necessarily
2: him. been huge into his music. No, yeah. But like, uh, like this had Goblin. a lot of press around it. Yeah, a lot like, of hype around
1: it. I liked Goblin and stuff like that, like the song. But like, I wasn't like particularly like running out of my way to find it. But then when this dropped, I was like, wow, and yeah, it ended up being really good.
0: Yeah. Well, let me ask you this then: if this was this is your personal, personal classic, classic, yeah. Where does it fall against other albums that were released in 2017? Is it your favorite? Uh,
1: 444 is, like, might be my favorite. I had to listen to Rhapsody's album again, but, like, this might be two or one. Like, I really love this album. Plus, oh, and then, like, did Rihanna drop last year or two years ago? Was, two yeah. years Anti? ago. Yeah. Uh, or and did DeSolange drop last year? So yeah. those are, like, my four favorite albums that came out last year. But, like, this no, might— Oh, yeah, SZA 2. But I didn't listen to SZA till, like, last week. Late. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, probably, like, this would be 2 or 1 for okay. me. Between this or 444 and then Solange's album. Solange's album is spectacular. That might be another personal classic of mine.
0: You giving it a 5?
1: Yeah. I'm,
2: yeah, pretty much 5.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to go a little bit lower, but I'll say, like, a 4.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with me, yeah. It's a, like, it's, I never would have expected this out of Tyler, the creator, as an artist at all. I, 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 I mean, I'm i kind of glad the way you described the other ones <laughs> I'm kind of glad like that I they, expected it and I did expected it at the it, same but time yeah it was like one of like you kind of but thing. you're like ah uh, yeah
0: the way you described the other albums I'm kind of glad this is the one that I listened to for any of the other ones then because it seems like this is the one I would like the most
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah knowing
2: your music taste yeah
1: yeah because he's like each of his albums are like really huge change but like that's what makes like everybody in that Odd Future thing, like which is to me like the saddest part of like this album, which is like the confirmation that Odd Future is basically is dead. dead. Yeah, I mean like yeah, you see how Tyler and Frank are still. Yeah, you'll see Tyler and, and Frank, and like every now and then you'll see some of the other ones together. Yeah, very rarely, but, but yeah. like you'll see Tyler and Earl every now and, every now and then, but like it's kind of they're mostly it's mostly dead. If you're looking
2: for another group to get on, I recommend Brockhampton. I don't know if you guys have listened to. Brockhampton. I haven't listened to them, but. I, I love those guys. You no, know, when I was Kind my, of a different idea.
0: When I was going through my Spotify, it was like inspired by your recent listening, and then it was Tyler, the Creator, because I just listened to the album, and it was all Brockhampton just repeatedly. Yeah.
2: I might bring them on at some point to talk about them. Uh, yeah. They're really good.
1: But yeah, that's this... Flower Boy. It's a great album, and that was the saddest thing about that. You just wanted to give him a hug, but really at the end, and hope that it's okay. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, we probably, he does, like, I don't think when he'll, he'll, if he'll drop another album, I don't know, but, like, he might be in, like, a phase right now where he's, like, trying to work on, like, because he still has, like, his clothing and all that that he's huge with Mm -hmm. and, like. I gotta say, his, his, I follow him on social media and he's, he's kind of annoying. Oh, yeah. He's not, I guess he's not kind of. No, he's 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 very annoying. annoying. Yeah, that's why I say, like, he's either, like, you either think he's a dick or you, like, like him. Yeah, because he used to be really bad, he, like. Oh, his personal,
2: was... or like his persona, it was totally oh, yeah. like, "F this person." Yeah, like, like I hated suck my whatever. whatever. And then it would kind I of turn into it... like this, this. I don't want to say white girl emotional, but like yeah, this is these basic tweets about like yeah life, and I was I don't know
1: yeah he's I don't know is it, it really like James I, I thought level? it was like his anti
2: no 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 no, no. no. We're not gonna Smith's talk about James. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I to be honest. Well, uh, real quick, I, I loved Sire, but that's besides the point.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's just a weird artist, and yeah. he just, as a, as a person, not an artist, he's, as a person, he's just really, like, he's, it's, like, a lot of, it's weird with him, because, like, he's, like, he's said many things in the past where, like, you know, like how he, you know, stabbed Bruno Mars in his esophagus and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's funny. Said, but yeah. 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 You know, I like that verse. You know, I'm going to stab Bruno Mars in his goddamn esophagus and won't stop till the cops come in. But, like, oh, wow. you know, I'm an overachiever. Then I'll go and pick Stevie Wonder to be the uh, line leader. I mean, yeah. like, he says, like, he used to say a lot of wild stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why this album, like, kind of came like, you wouldn't expect it, but you would expect it. So, yeah, yeah that's basically it.
0: All right, cool. fair enough. Anyone have final thoughts on Mumble Rap or Tyler the Creator? I forgot we even
2: talked about Mumble Rap. Yeah. But uh going to be an interesting episode to listen back to. Yeah. Some very different styles going on here. Yeah.
0: All right, so some closing plugs. You're listening to this somehow, but there are other ways you can listen if you're interested. Uh, SoundCloud uh, under soundcloud.com slash cm hyphen life. iTunes under Central Michigan Life Podcast the Central Michigan Life website, which is cm-life.com slash multimedia slash audio. Just a reminder that this episode, we didn't talk about new releases. So next time, we'll talk about two weeks' worth because this episode itself was pre-recorded. So, you know, strap in for next week. It could be pretty crazy. But thank you guys for listening. I'm Tom DeLore. I am Grant Palmatier.
1: And I'm Amir Bankston, you know. Notable.